What's up, After Buzzers? We are about to find out tonight what the Santa Clarita diet consists of. Mina's going to tell you next. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yes, I love this song. Such an appropriate song for this show. I wish I could do the little the roller dance and the head twerk thing. Twitch. Not yes. Twitch. <laughs> What's up, guys? We are here and we are also in live chat. So if you're with us tonight, we're about to talk Santa Clarita Diet, episode three and four. Yep. <laughs> and tonight, we're going to find out a little bit more about what the Santa Clarita Diet is because it's the name of the show and we're like... You know, what is this diet? Everybody's dieting. We were just talking about it. But what's the Santa yeah, Clarita diet? I'll so, tell you what it is. So before you tell yeah. everybody what it is, please introduce yourself to everybody. to the world out there. So my name is Mina. You guys can <laughs> find me on Instagram and Twitter at Mina Makes Magic. And I'm Jesse Zaner, and you guys can find me all over social media at Athletic. And so let's start out, because we do find out a little more about the Santa Clarita diet in this episode, and Mina is now an expert on it, so she's going to tell you what it consists of. So apparently, the gory shakes are made out of blended beets and bananas, which isn't that bad, that actually sounds pretty good. Uh, the ground meat is ground-up pasta colored in food dye, which is really interesting. Wow, that, that's, that's what they crazy. And uh, apparently they defaulted to gummy bear formula for most of, like, the weird gory stuff that she was eating that's so interesting that's so weird that you found this out because i there's an there's a scene in this episode um where they're sitting out they're sitting down for dinner and it's a really funny moment because basically um they're lying to their daughter about what they did that day yeah and she's lying to them about what she did that day and drew barrymore is eating like this seriously raw meat it's so disgusting (laughs) but it's just spaghetti is what you're telling me? I guess so. I mean, everything is made That's out of crazy. some sort of gummy bear formula, and I guess the reasoning behind that was that it's gelatinous and translucent, so they can cast it into different food-grade molds and easily make a variety oh, of, okay, like, so it's not spaghetti? It's... It's I, like... I mean, because you know how she eats different things throughout yes. the episodes? Like, some of them... Are uh, that? Some of, yeah, some of some it is of, ground pasta. A lot of it oh is God. the gummy bear formula that they default to. Wow. Okay. Well, that's yeah. that's very interesting. I did not know that. So, there you go, guys. Um, okay. So let's start with episode three. Um, I I think it's such a funny episode because they're deciding that they're going to have regular family dinners because they're worried that they're. Um, Abby. Yeah, they're basically effing Abby up. So they're like, we need to do these regular family dinners, and they're going to sit down and and have that. But in the meantime, just like I mentioned, so much is going on with Abby and then also with Joel and Sheila. Mm -hmm. Um, They're almost like living separate lives. Yeah. No, they they really are. And, I mean, you can see the disconnect between the daughter and the parents and her just wanting to rebel, miss class. Yeah. I mean, all of it feels pointless to her now because now she's questioning, well, what's the point? Yeah. So it's funny because Drew Barrymore, she, her character, Sheila, you know, was so conservative and now she's so far out there because mm-hmm. she's a zombie now and she's 
has no impulse control and she's just going out and doing whatever she wants. But I almost feel like that, like, like that side of her is almost a little bit like Abby because I feel like Abby's gotten to that point. She like skips school. She doesn't give a shit about anything. She's we see her um, throw like a smoke bomb in in her friend's ex boyfriend's house and walk in with the gas mask on and get her her sweater. And she's like a badass. Yeah, I'm like she's, she's like what Drew Barrymore wishes that she could be as a person. She's like one of the Charlie's Angels. Like yeah, Drew Barrymore. she is. Taking yeah, exactly. Her, her Taking TV after her other Netflix model. Yeah. yeah. So it's so funny because um, what they plan on is they're figuring out who they're going to kill because Drew Barrymore has, or Sheila, I should say, hasn't ate in two days and she's so hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, so her and Joel have decided, you know, it has to be somebody who's a bad person, somebody who... They can't be missed. Yes. And then they, like, basically eliminate everything yeah. and they're, like, so basically a young, single Hitler. Yes. <laughs> which they think is going to be Abby's, uh, not... So Abby's friends. Yes. What's her friend's name? Sarah? I think her name's Sarah. I I think so, yeah. Yeah, so they think that he's the perfect guy because Kid he, Weed. I saw his Instagram. It oh my exists. god, I forgot to Yes, I wanted to put it up there. So you should check it out. Kid period weed underscore, is that what it is? I think it's kid dot weed. Kid dot weed. And I think there's an underscore under it. Either way, I did yeah. check it out. Because I was just curious. There are only like nine photos. I know, I think. but it's still funny but it's though. It's so cool to check it out and <laughs> yeah. look at the pictures. Yeah, so he's like this 26 year old guy who's dating this girl who's in, um, who's like 16 years old. Um, and so they think that this is the perfect guy because they hear them come home from school, Eric, Abby, and this, I think her name is Sarah. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about, you know, he's older and he sells drugs to kids and all this. So Drew Barrymore, Sheila. It's so hard. I know. I always she, want to call know. them by, like, Timothy Oliphant, yeah. Drew Barrymore. Yeah, Sheila and Joel decide this is the guy that they're going to kill for mm-hmm. food. He's the perfect, perfect, perfect person. So what happens is they get in this house and they put all this, like, plastic tarps so, so everywhere. No trace. And they're wearing um, ponchos. And he comes to the door and they greet him. And um, he comes in. And when they're getting ready to... Like Drew Barrymore, Sheila again is getting ready to eat him. Her phone goes off. Yes. So she has to take the call because it's about work. And um, the next part actually kind of reminds me of Have you seen the TV show um, on HBO, High Maintenance? Have it. It's really funny. Do you, have you heard at all about it? Mm-mm. So it was actually a web series before, and then it became an HBO show. But it's about this guy who his name his name is the guy or guy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a name. Like you don't find out his name, but he's a he's a drug dealer, and he it's just kind of tracks his life story as a drug dealer and he gets into all these situations and this part reminded me of that show because what they find out is while drew barrymore is out um this kid kid weed and joel they sit down together and they start smoking weed and they like have this conversation completely and, start yes, bonding. and joel is like sharing his whole life with um this kid weed and it reminded me so much of high maintenance because that that is basically what happens like the drug dealer goes into all these houses and they always it's like you're having a glimpse of these people's lives and they mm-hmm. confide in you in certain things so it's, it was really funny um but they you know joel finds out he's not such a bad kid yeah i mean he begins to empathize with him because yeah. like on the surface kid weed seems like a total d-bag yeah but he only actually broke up with sarah because 
he found out she was way younger than what she had yeah, originally told him. Exactly. And he only sells weed because he's helping out his family, right? His sister. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So he's not that bad of a guy, so they decide... You know, <laughs> to let him go. Yeah, and they go after someone else later. <laughs> yeah, so Drew Barrymore comes. Sheila comes back in, and she's like, "Where did he go?" Mm-hmm. And you know, Joel says we had to le- we had to let him go. I know. So that was. I mean, having to hunt your dinner like that on a daily basis, oh my like God. takes you back to evolutionary or like caveman days i know it's so yeah it's crazy i can't imagine like what joel is going through and obviously he is going crazy too because we see another scene later where joel and abby are like bonding because abby gets throughout the episodes abby's getting in trouble for skipping school Mm -hmm. and so it's weird because sheila is not like her old self she's like oh yeah maybe you shouldn't go to school and you know become a poet yeah (laughs) and it's weird how kids like want someone to come down on them hardly yeah like a lot of times i feel like when our parents are strict we're like ugh, it's so annoying right but if we're given too like too Too many reins we're like you don't care about my well-being yeah so i think she wants that like she doesn't want her mom to be a best friend she wants her mom to be a mom and she just wants things to feel back to normal and they don't right which i'm like girl like man your mom's like being so easy on you just go with it Mm -hmm. but she is questioning um is like is she still mom does she still care about me does she still love me Mm -hmm. and i guess joel is kind of questioning the same thing so they start talking and you know about kind of like joel's situation and what he went through as a child which is like okay i get it like everybody goes through hard times as a kid but like was your mom a zombie though like because i don't think so and i can't imagine what that would be like because at night like do you lock your door like in fear that your mom's gonna come like eat you like seriously she's no impulse control so why would she not eat you why would she there has to be like an evolutionary reason why zombies don't go after their families oh my gosh is there if somebody knows that please tell us or i wonder if she'll bite or like infect one of them and did we talk about that last episode zombies i think we were guessing about that yeah we definitely you know i'm curious to see if that will happen it might yeah possible so you know he tells her all these stories and she's at she's saying you know like what did you do to get through these hard times Mm -hmm. and next thing we know we see them on a motorcycle like rolling up like the hills like super fast was it rick their next door neighbor's motorcycle that they were riding i didn't even pick up on that that's what i was was. thinking yeah i don't know but i was like how did they get his motorcycle did he just like lend it to them or Mm -hmm. what but i don't know if that was his or not but that's what i assumed it was so i like to see that bonding moment between abby and joel Mm -hmm. because i just thought it was like it what was, do you yeah, do when your wife or mom's a zombie? We I never mean, really see that a yeah. lot. So. Yeah, so um, one big event that also happened these episodes is that they decided that they needed to get a freezer. Because I thought this was also so funny. Um, because, you know, they didn't want to waste the bodies like drew barrymore wasted 150 pounds of guy and she's like you know like oh you know we we recycle and compost and do this and i just wasted a whole human body so i'm not going to do that anymore so she's meal prepping that's what you do with diets you have to meal prep you have to get all the right and just like you said like if this goes back to the days where like we like you know literally like shot and like killed our food 
You wouldn't just waste that whole cow or whatever it is. <laughs> I don't think they had guns back, back then. Knives, like the and whatever. And oh, shit. I'm not, I'm not hunting with... Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely a gatherer. I'm not shooting a bow and arrow. But, um, so they decided they need to get a freezer and stuff a body in there mm-hmm. so that she could get later. Idea. Yeah. I thought that was a good idea. Because I was thinking the same thing. Like, why did she waste Gary's whole body? Right. Is she never going to be hungry again? Is this like a snake where they eat like once every so often? No, because she's constantly hungry every single day, and her yeah. cravings are out of control. So here's my question. Well, we'll get to that. So what ends up happening is they're driving back from, I, I believe they're driving back from the house, right, when they were mm-hmm. going to get kid, kid weed, and they get in a fender bender, which is, like, not serious at all. There might have been a scratch on the car. And they attack him. <laughs> yes. Well, the guy was, like, totally being a prick, too. He's like, that's a $10,000 scratch on my car. It's like come on you guys were like driving not fast at all yeah and like there's nothing on this car he's overreacting oh yeah so overreacting so yeah and that's what he gets bad things happen to bad people so actually mina was doing some research before tell them that was the scene right i don't think it's that same scene but i know that drew barrymore did mention that she almost died during filming because there was a scene where she had to jump on another character's back and because the actor was too wide she ended up oh, falling backwards shoot. even though he tried grabbing her legs. Yeah. And she smashed her skull on the concrete. Oh, my god! So gosh. she had to get, like, a couple MRI scans, and uh, it was really scary, apparently, for wow. her. Wow. Okay, so I assumed that it was this scene, but it might actually be a different one. I, I might have been from, like, one of the first episodes. Because I oh, know, okay. remember, like, she attacked one of the neighbors. I'm not sure if it's from that scene okay, or if or it's not. from a scene later on that we haven't seen yet. Wow. Scene we haven't that's seen. Cr- yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, so, you know, she kills this guy. Mm-hmm. Another, like, impulse kill, which is not good. They've already decided, like, we need to not do this anymore. We need to... That's why they tarp what, the whole what's place. What's going to happen when all these people go missing? That's what I want to know. Like, yeah. They're going to be... There's, like, two cops in the neighborhood that right. they're in. At least, like, they're surrounded. Yes. Well, and right? it's so funny when they go and ask... The, they ask Rick, like, are there any, like, bad guys or criminals in the neighborhood? I'm like, this is the stupidest thing in the world. Why would you ever ask like, that? Ooh, pedophiles. Yeah. Yes. In the minute, they're like, yeah, they, they have a really close eye keeping watch on them. They're yeah. like, damn it, we gotta go for someone else. Yeah. So, so yeah, they kill this guy, and they decide, okay, we didn't touch the car, so there's no fingerprints, there's no marks of us here, let's mm-hmm. just take him, and they stuff him in the freezer, mm-hmm. and they just leave his car, and she comes back the next day and makes a shake, and she's walking with her friends, and she's drinking the shake. And yeah. And this is episode four. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which was so funny. It's just, like, it, so disgusting, to be honest. It was just so gross. I I couldn't even... And everyone, like, her friends ask her, why are you, like, so happy all the time? And she's like, lots of protein. Like, yes. so nonchalantly. Yeah, like, she's on, like, a new diet with all this protein. And she starts giving her friends all this advice about, like, oh, the the one neighbor wanted to see John Legend four times while he was on tour. And she's yeah. like, oh, you should definitely do it. Um, and go get a Range Rover yes. for the good cop neighbor. Oh, yes. And then she... Her other neighbor, um... The blonde the, yes. girl slept with someone. Yeah, <laughs> like, she's alluding to, like, she inspired her to do that. So all of this is happening, and she's giving all this advice because she just has no impulse control at this point. And she's like, just go do whatever you want and be happy and, you know, and it's causing problems across the whole neighborhood because they get, they, like, get in their car one morning 
Mm-hmm. And the neighbors are fighting. They're coming over and, and telling things. And Joel's looking at Sheila like, you yeah. did this. But at the same time, she specifically says they're grown-ups. They can make their own decisions, which is totally true. Like, yeah. I think it's ridiculous that they'd get mad at her for encouraging like them to do something when they're fully capable of being right? like, no, that's ridiculous. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Like, that's not a good idea. Yeah. So that was... That was hilarious. I thought it was funny. I, I love the John Legend part because I do want to see John Legend four times while he's on tour. Yeah. <laughs> I also like when uh, Timothy Oliphant's character, Joel, goes into the paranormal bookstore. Oh, yeah. And the lady recommends zombie porn. Yes. Him. I, it probably exists. I feel like. I'm sure it I exists. I feel like everything exists in that Oh, yeah, realm. for sure. Yeah. Uh, but it was just very bizarre because then later on he sees, uh, you know, the mural from the Middle Ages. Yes. Where the lady is vomiting that small organ that Drew Barrymore yeah. had vomited in yeah. the first episode. So I, I guess he's he's digging and finding yeah. out information about I love him. Her, he's like her my, condition. Yeah, he's like my favorite character. He's like so in love with his wife and mm-hmm. like will stick through anything with her. And I love that about him because they do go through this moment, like I said before, where they're like, is she still mom? Like, is she still the same person? Mm-hmm. And he's kind of just like growing along with her. Like, you know, I'm here for you and I love you. And so he's even going to the extent of like going to find out more about zombies and this and that. Yeah. Just for, for because, his wife. Well, and even Timothy Oliphant, the actor, not yeah. the character, mentioned in one of his interviews that the moment, like, he knew that he loved Drew Barrymore was when they were doing, like, the vomit scene. Yeah. Because apparently in real life, this goes back to the first episode, uh, the fake vomit smelled so foul oh, and disgusting God. that a lot of people who were part of the crew had to, like, step out to get fresh air and come back in. Ew, but oh Drew, my God. Yeah, but Drew Barrymore was such a good sport. She's like, yeah, let's do it. And, like, she, like, covered herself in it, and she was oh really good God. about it the whole time. So him seeing her in that element and just being, like, so enthusiastic and dedicated to the role, he's like, that's, ha- like, when God. I knew that I loved Drew Barrymore. That's awesome. That's disgusting. I did not know that story. <laughs> like, do you think you could get through that? Because that was, like, a lot of vomit. It's disgusting. Yeah. I don't think so. I think I put, like, a little lotion, like, really good smelling lotion under my nose. And or, like, like, an orange peel and just yeah. put it down. <laughs> that's horrible. Um, that's a funny story, though. I uh, mean, what's the point if it smells that bad to make it fake vomit? Like, you might as well be a method actor. Right? Yeah. To do the just, real thing yeah. if it smells that bad. God, it looked that bad, too. So I can't imagine, like, having to see that and uh. then smell it. It... And even feel it like it's so, so gross. Disgusting. Yeah. So um, one major part of this episode, aside from because because now that you mentioned they, he goes to that store and he finds these ancient paintings, he finds out that they're like written like in Serbian. Is that what they're? Or, like, See, I thought it was Latin, and then he said something about them being Serbian, and yeah. he's like, "We need to find someone who speaks Serbian." Yes. and he does later. Yes, almost exactly. So they. Um, we see them at school because Abby's been skipping and they get called by the principal's office. Who the principal is the guy from Reno 911. I freaking love him. He's, he's so from funny. Reno 911. He's also from 17 again. Oh, I yes. remember that yes. movie with Zach Efron. He's yes. so freaking hysterical. He's so funny. I love him. I know. So I was so happy to see him on this episode. They have the best cameos out of like, They really do. Every episode. And I feel like they should like leave them in a little longer. I agree. You know, they kind I of, hope like, they keep him in yeah yeah he's a good one he is so he you know basically tells them you know abby's been skipping and if she keeps it up um they're gonna suspend her 
Yeah, and and he keeps comparing or I can't talk right now. He keeps comparing her to Eric, who yes. is a four point five GPA young scholar yeah. and is like doing all these great things. Yes. Um so that definitely sets Drew Barrymore off. Uh, or Sheila yes. off. And she's just like, Don't say it again. Don't say oh that gosh. she's gonna get suspended. I love that part. So yeah. Yeah, we we sense the tension building at this point. We know something's going to happen. Yes. So it, it's exactly like you said. She's not, she's not having it. So she, you know, gets in his face and she's like, don't say it again. And <laughs> I love Joel so much. He's so great. He's just sitting there. He's like, don't say it. Really, just don't say it. <laughs> yeah. Because he knows what's about He's to happen. He's so non-confrontational. I know. Like, I love him. He, him and Sheila are such different characters. Yes. She's very much like in your face about things yeah. and it has that sweet exterior yes like just physically like the way she looks and her facial expressions are very sweet yes uh and then timothy oliphant seems a, a bit more reserved on the surface yes and like a little like he doesn't seem friendly but then his actions oh my gosh he's like always so diplomatic he doesn't want any trouble he's so like against any sort of confrontation like you can yes. see him cringing in yes. every situation where it's where it gets too aggressive he's like okay calm down guys he always wants to play mediator i know and i love that like i think it, it just worked the dynamic of those two works out so mm-hmm. well definitely um and we see them later at there there's some event that's going on at school and eric's there with that robot that we saw in episode two i believe <laughs> yeah for the science fair yes and um you know they have drew Bar- or sheila and um, the principal have an interaction there again, mm-hmm. and I thought for sure she was gonna attack him. Oh yeah, it was. So Did you off. not? I thought for sure too. I yeah. was like, she's gonna hunt him down. Oh yeah, and attack him. And just like when they were, she was like talking over him. Yeah. Uh, like what? What's that called when you like dub? Yes, we were talking about it. It's so funny. Yeah, he was like in the distance, and she was. I've literally done that in real oh, life with my it's friends. It's so funny. It's yeah, it's really fun. It's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like talking over him, um, and just like act like mimicking what he's saying. I guess mm-hmm. it was so funny. But I thought for sure she was gonna eat him. Um, it, it felt like it was going that way. Yeah. Yeah, but then she ends up hunting him down. Uh, intimidating him just because he did it to her earlier, right? Yeah. What did what did he tell her earlier? He was just uh, using this power dynamic. Well, he 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 said he apologized for what had happened earlier, and then she's like, "Oh, well, you know, thanks for apologizing." He's, He's like, like I'm "Not, yeah, I'm not apologizing. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, it's sorry, sorry it happened, situation. but like, it's your fault, basically." Right. And that's when you see the rage in her eyes. And, oh yeah. Um. I love the part where, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm not going to bleep this out, but uh, (laughs) she, like, corners him and, like, starts threatening him and says, I can F up your Zillow estimate. And I was just like... That was so funny. I'm a realtor. Yeah. Like, that's the only power she has as a (laughs) realtor, but it was really funny. I never thought about that. Have you ever had, like, a realtor threaten your life? Actually, I mean, I feel... No, no, <laughs> I love, no. I like I actually have to think no, about that. But like, like, hmm. but, like, when you get a realtor, like, moving into a new place is a huge deal. So yeah, so they could really F your life a lot of A lot of, like, what they tell you is... It's huge, because if they tell you, yeah, this is a safe neighborhood, blah, 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 and oh, you move yeah. in there, and it's, like, literally murders every block, well, yeah. it's terrible. So now my next question is, because... I didn't think about it until now, but she tells him that, like, I can F up your Zillow estimate and all this, mm-hmm. but 
he lives with his grandmother. Oh yeah. So like, just, what house are they that. selling? Yeah, I don't. They're they're not selling. But maybe yes. she didn't. Yeah, she, or, didn't, like, she didn't know. Yeah, but the fact that he lives with his grandma is funny. But yes. remember, like, so we find out later in the episode when uh, uh, Joel is like yes. rummaging through something that he sees. Serbian, and yeah. he's like, "Oh my god!" Yes. Like the principal speaks Serbian, and she he chases him down. That's when we find out he lives with his grandma. Yes, and then that his grandmother is the one that speaks Serbian. Yes, so that whole interaction was hilarious. Yes, it was so funny because yeah, he's like pass. So Drew Barrymore threatens him. He leaves. And they're passing by his office, and they see the little flag, like the Serbian flag. So mm-hmm. he sees it, and he's like, r- chases him down. And I love that he goes out there, and he's like, I got to be home by 8. I got to be home by 8 p.m. Because his grandmother's <laughs> going to, like, worry waiting. about him. He's the principal of the school. But that's, like, so his character, like, in everything. He's just so funny. So. Isn't it weird that Serbian is the token language for... The zombie yeah. spirit. I, I feel like they always do that with Eastern European languages. They're yeah. always like, okay, Romanian is going to be, like, like that's associated with vampires. Yeah. And it's always, like, some Eastern about that. culture. Yeah. That, like, Eastern European culture that they attribute to these weird, like, fantasy, like... Well, did they mention something about, like, um, like zombies, like, back in the day in this episode? Or maybe that's just what we were talking about I mean, last it was just episode. Like, it was just the murals, I guess, that yeah. that we were seeing. Yeah. The pictures of where they originated from. I really thought it was Latin, but they all, I guess, blend together for me. Yeah. So if somebody speaks Serbian, please let us know so we can find out what they say. But I'm hoping that we'll find out what they say. That would be exciting. Next episode. Yeah. Anything that we forgot before we get into predictions for tonight? Uh... I feel like, yeah. The, the only other thing that I wanted to mention is the neighbor. Um, not Rick, but the the neighbor, um, Eric's stepdad. Yeah. Yeah. He has been, He. I, I actually love his character. I think he's hilarious, too. He's probably my second favorite after Joel, even though I love Sheila, of course. But he's so funny because he keeps coming over and just, like, prying them for more information and just, like, throwing things Ant at them. Spray. Yeah, and, like... <laughs> Almost like he knows. He's like, yeah, if you got to, like, cover up a dead body, make sure you do this, this, and this. And so I, then I was like, wait, does he know? And he's, like, actually going to be on their side? He doesn't. But he has no idea, yeah. Or he's speaking in, like, double meaning, double entendre. That's what I, yeah. I don't know, so. Yeah. I hope we see more of him, so. I like the part where this is completely random tangent, where the blonde lady, his wife, yes, uh, is talking about how pharmaceutical rep hours are really flexible and that's why a lot of them go on the bachelor oh my god because, that was so funny i did hear her say that because you realize when you watch the bachelor if you got if we have any overlap right now between uh bachelor fans and santa clarita diet fans which i wouldn't be super surprised we, we might have yeah. some overlap like when you watch the show you do get a lot of random job titles like either so what if you're a pharmaceutical <laughs> rep can you just like leave for like months at a time and be like you can go on the bachelor if you're a pharmaceutical rep I'm and sure. they'll give you your job back when you get done I think so. I feel like it's, it's always, it's usually like the freelance, you know, stuff people that yeah. go on The Bachelor that don't really have a job yeah. and they go on. But I feel like pharmaceutical, like sales rep is like a good job, no, right? No, it is a good job. Yeah. I think they make, I mean, if you're a pharmacist, you make. If you're a pharmacist, you make six like. Six figures oh, for at sure. least. Yeah. If you're a pharmaceutical rep, that, that means you're I like feel, selling, you're going to different doctors' offices. I feel like you make a lot of money and, too. Yeah. Right. You have to. It's sales. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. But that was so funny. I like that. <laughs> bachelor reference. I'm a sucker for anything Bachelor yes. related. I know. The Bachelor's almost on, right? Yes. They're doing hometowns. Oh, my God. Uh, and Corinne is still on, right? Yes, she's still on. Oh, good. On. I can't wait. So <laughs> if you're Bachelor fans, check it out. Um, but let's, before we go, get into predictions, because I have some predictions. Ooh. And now, I always do this. <laughs> okay, so what do you think is going to happen in the coming episodes of Santa Clarita Diet? I don't know. Like, I'm trying to guess by title because oh, episode that's a good... two was we can't kill people. And then episode three, we can kill people. <laughs> All right. What's well, episode four? Four, the farting sex tours. Actually, maybe going by titles is like really not a good idea. I have to say, as an engineer, those are probably like the weirdest <laughs> right? titles for things I've ever seen. The farting <laughs> sex tours? Exactly. When I saw that, and I never really thought of it, but the, they finally brought it up. What the, yeah, what is What was it? Remember when Drew Barrymore uh, or Sheila is doing the whole dubbing thing with the principal? Yes. Oh my God. That and was then so, she calls yes. him the sex yes. tourist. Oh yeah. my gosh, it's so funny. It was not even we remotely. We need to do a dubbing. What the episode was about, but yeah. they title it that to yeah. grab your attention. It's like So what's episode five and six called? Do you know? I actually don't know. So I don't know where I was going with that actually. But um yeah, what is episode five and six going to bring? Uh maybe I feel like maybe we'll be introduced to the grandma. Yes, that'd right? be awesome. Right? Because that would be really fun. And I want to see more of whatever the guy's name is from Reno 911 yes. and 17 again, because he's hilarious. Yes. We can see more of the principal. That'd that be would awesome. be great. And his dynamic with his uh, grandma Yes, would be really fun. No, I totally agree. That's what I want to see. I, I'm hoping and I think for next episode we will see um, more of him and mm-hmm. hopefully his grandmother. Who do you think would be good to play his grandmother? Oh, that is such a good question. Uh someone to play his grandma yeah. betty white for sure oh my god she's wouldn't so that funny. be awesome yeah you know what you have me beat because i was gonna say the grandmother from napoleon dynamite who is also in always that is always sunny in philadelphia oh, okay yeah she's max mom i believe um but i was thinking her but just because there's a tie-in with um it's always sunny in philadelphia um because charlie from it's always sunny mm-hmm. his wife is is the, the net neighbor, yeah. yes. Yeah. So I was like, that's why I was thinking of, but actually, Betty and White would be so another, funny. Uh, it's always sunny reference because there is an episode and it's always sunny where they start eating human flesh. There's an episode oh dedicated to that. Do you it's remember all when tied together? That? It's Everything like, is it's circular. like when Elsa isn't like Elsa and like Tarzan, like brother and sister or something. Oh, really? Yeah, I would be surprised because Disney always has weird. I didn't know crossover. that. I, I, yeah, they have like some type of crossover with Tarzan and. Frozen, yeah. So maybe it's like... But I know the Toy Story for sure, and a lot of Pixar movies, they'll place characters from other Disney movies into those movies. Like, just in the background, like an I Spy game. So maybe that's the case, but I would rather it be Betty White, because I actually think that would be really funny. I love her. I think she's so funny. So maybe we will see the grandmother next episode, and maybe she'll shed some light on what those paintings say on them. Mm Mm-hmm. Probably. Maybe she speaks Serbian. Yeah. You well, she's know. supposed to, so hopefully she does. Anything? Any other predictions that you have for uh, what else is going to go down next episode? I'm thinking... I feel like we're just going to see some more cool cameos. Yeah. And that's going to be exciting in and of itself. Uh, other than that, I don't know. Obviously, there there's probably going to 
be a stronger connection between Eric and Abby. I don't know if there's, like, a potential romance there. Yeah, I hope so. Maybe. Maybe his character starts to shift and doesn't become as, you know, people-pleasing or... Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure. And I want to see more of him, because we didn't see a lot of him this episode. Like, I felt like episode two, he really was like shining with all of this all the help he all was his giving. Knowledge. Yes. Yeah. Um so I want to see more of that too. So I guess we'll have to wait until next week. So we will cover episode five and six next week. I can't wait Exciting. to see how that is. We're already so, like getting halfway there, right? I know. It's crazy. So um uh, be sure to check us out on YouTube um and subscribe to our YouTube channel after Buzz TV and comment on our video because we will write back to you guys. Um, and until next time, I'm Jesse Zayner, and you can find me all, all over social media at Athletic. And I'm Mina. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Mina makes magic. And we'll see you guys next week. See ya. See ya. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 